Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to another episode of the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Great to have you joining with us again today. A couple weeks back, we started some new episodes on this theme of decision making, and we are going to continue that today with, I think, a really fascinating topic, which is decision-making questions, or more specifically, four questions you should ask before making a decision. I think that that is, uh, in some ways, maybe something that gets a little overlooked. And uh, the foundation for the entire episode can be summed up right here. To get a good answer, ask a good question. If you want to make a good decision, you got to get to a good conclusion to a good answer, then you've got to ask some good questions. So that is where we're going to park ourselves today in the middle of talking about various aspects of decision making and how to make the best decision. Before we jump in, as always, just want to talk about a few things. Do want to just say again, appreciate any reviews or rankings, uh, five-star That would really help uh, because people look at those things. If you can do that for the Point of Impact podcast, and I'll just say for my book, This is Living, um, which is out now, This is Living, Daily Inspiration to Live Your Faith, that uh, if you've read it and you like it, if you can write a review, great. If you don't want to take the time to do that, even just a five-star rating is so valuable because it just, again, helps people who are looking into it. And lots of people, we have some data that says that lots of people are looking at it. And so the difference between looking and actually purchasing and getting the book and reading it. So appreciate that. And I just want to say really about it, you know, just these new developments now in Ukraine. You know, we go through this uh, incredible pandemic and and now we've got war on Europe for the first in Europe for the first time in 80 years and you know man it's just one thing after another and I wrote the book specifically to give daily inspiration encouragement motivation where you could just spend two and a half or three minutes in the beginning of your day ideally and just read two-page devotion, meditation, reading, whatever you want to call it. And I just um, feel like the book is just so uh, perfect for what we need right now. I was recently interviewed about this very idea, you know, how do we stay positive in the midst of all these negative things? And, you know, this is one way to do it is to have some type of guide that can help you to do that on a daily basis. So, I just really hope you'll take advantage of it. It's just easy to purchase. Just go on Amazon and boom, boom, and it gets delivered quick. There's They've restocked. There's plenty in stock. And so I, I think, think it can help you. It can help, you know, your friends, your loved ones, your family members, whoever it might be. Uh, it's just something that uh, I'm so glad I wrote it, and I'm so glad that it is out and available and for you know, a very small amount of money, you can have something, it's a beautiful book, color inside and, and hardcover, and, and, and you know, you got it there in front of you, and you can be reading it and filling your mind with some good, 
healthy, positive thoughts that will mentally and spiritually lift you up and encourage you in the midst of, of the challenges that, that we are facing, these extra challenges, I think, that are beyond even the normal challenges that we find ourselves facing as we uh, are in the present situation we're at in the world today that just kind of just kind of blows your mind that we're here. But we are. We are here. And so we need something. And this is living. Daily inspiration is the answer. So I hope that you will take advantage of it. And again, just uh, take advantage of rickmcdaniel.com. That's where you can go. And by the way, if you're like, well, you know, uh, I don't know what what exactly is this. There's a there's a free five day devotional that you can that you can uh, get download. And you, can, you just could sample it, you know, if you're not ready to buy the book yet and when you know you read those five you'll know exactly what what it's all about and you got 95 more of those but you know that's that doesn't take anything just email and and you know we'll we'll send you the five-day free devotional and then you can read that as well so take advantage of it for sure and rickmcdaniel.com you can you can go there to get that with the book and that's where all the other stuff is and new youtube messages out so you can go Go to my YouTube channel and listen to those and pray.com and listen to daily devotions with Rick McDaniel if you want to listen instead of read. So they're, they're all there. I'm hoping, really hoping that I'm going to bring the kind of encouragement, the kind of inspiration that you need in these trying times. So take advantage of it. All right. So decision making. And specifically four questions, you know, that you can ask yourself, um, you know, there's there's questions that that take the, the, the really the big things in life. You know, should I take this job to remove? Should I marry this person? Should I go to college or should I pursue a trade? Should I change careers? These are big things that happen in your life. And, and of course, uh, for a guy like me, there's always going to be the spiritual question. You know, who's going to be the leader of my life? That Bob Dylan song, you got to serve somebody. It's one of my all time favorites. You know, you got to serve somebody. You're going to you're going to somebody's going to lead your life. You may think you're leading it, but th- there'll always be a leader. And the question is, who's going to be the leader of your life? And, um, you know, the big decisions can uh, turn out wrong and you need to do everything to make sure that you make the wise decision, the good decision, the great decision. That's just crucial. And each time you're getting ready to make a decision, you should ask yourself these four questions each time, each and every time. And I'm going to use the marriage question today just as a, a an example for us it's like an illustration we're, we're going to take that one question about marriage and we're going to weave through the four questions to the whole aspect of marriage and that way you can kind of practically see exactly how it works and then you can turn around and apply that to any other decision and by the way you know i mean buy a house uh, you know buy a car um, there's a lot of decisions in life that have major implications. I'm not saying, oh, just use these questions for, you know, these five or six really big decisions in your life. There's lots of 
decisions that you should use these questions for. And as I said in earlier episode, you know, a lot of small decisions can end up making a big impact on your life. So don't look down on the small decisions as if they aren't that important because they are. So these four questions, you really ought to just, you know, have them memorized. You ought to just have them on some sheet of paper, a card or something in your phone that you can constantly refer to them. So here it is. Number one, what exactly is the decision? Now, you know, you may say, hey, Rick, that doesn't seem very brilliant. That doesn't seem extremely insightful. But just, you know, hold on for a second. Defining the decision is crucial. Like, let's let's look at, again, the marriage. So here's that here. Here's the really is whether, you know, whether to get married. Should you ever get married? Now, it may seem like a foregone conclusion because the vast, vast majority of people do get married. But still, it's something that you should really look at and ponder and consider. You know, why are you even considering this decision? What's the context? What what is the decision exactly? Because sometimes, you know, we, we can kind of confuse it um, and we, we kind of mix it up and, and, and it becomes something uh, that it isn't. You know, I, I think about like uh, the army teaches, you know, don't fight the problem, fight the enemy. Like sometimes we're what's really the decision? You know, we kind of confuse facts and problems and facts and problems are are not the same thing you know you can't kind of fight the facts but you you absolutely can separate the facts from the problem and so you need to be able to do that so that what you're really getting at is the problem and not the facts you know what are the choices Because lots of times we make it out like it's either or, it's this or that. But, you know, it's amazing how many times there's like a third option. And so we really need to spend time just looking. Is it really just this or this or or is there more to it than more to it than that? You know, here's another. How important is this? Like, is this important enough? that it has to be decided. That's just really, just ponder that question for a moment. What are you trying to accomplish? You know, what, what's, what's the desired outcome? Gotta be crystal clear about it. I mean, crystal clear. What is the desired outcome? What is it that you're really trying to accomplish? So you go back to marriage and say, okay, well, I want to have somebody I can spend my life with. You know, I want to have somebody that, that I want to have that, you know, most significant relationship of all the relationships in, in life. You know, that's why. Okay. Pretty, pretty good answer. It's a pretty good answer. But also you have to ask yourself what you're willing to sacrifice. You know, I've made I've married some couples that not I'm not saying a lot, but 
I've married them that have gone all the way into their 40s and been single, never, never been married. And I always talk to them about what they're giving up in terms of their independent lifestyle, the way that they've been able to order their life and orchestrate their life the way they want it to be. And how now they're entering into a phase in life where that's not how it works anymore. That one of the key things in marriage, frankly, is compromise. And that's not a key thing in singlehood. Who who you're compromising with, you're not compromising with anybody. And then you get to marriage and you have to do that. So that's just really something that you have to ponder, that you have to consider, that you have to take into account when you think about it. Because if you don't, can end up getting divorced and being single again and wondering what went wrong. Does the situation or does the decision, you know, the situation that exists, does the decision need to be made right now or even at all now you have to be careful because an early episode i talk about you know not making the decision is a decision and i talked last week about the procrastinator style of decision making where you know the person just puts it off and puts it off so let's not confuse things here I'm not talking about that proclivity to put things off and not want to make the decision, which in fact is a decision-making style. But just asking yourself each time now, is this decision something that I have to make? And if I do, do I have to make it right now? And the answer to both of those may be yes, yes, you do. But maybe again, go back to the marriage question and Maybe you don't have to answer that question right now. Whether you have to answer it at all, that's, I think, probably likely for the vast, vast majority of people. But it may not be something that you have to answer right now. On the other hand, it may. It may be absolutely pertinent and crucial to what's happening in your life. And you do need to get to an answer. So question number one. What exactly is the decision? Second question, what does the Bible say? The Bible is the handbook for life. It's it's literally the owner's manual for life. And if you don't uh, read the Bible, if you don't uh, know the Bible, study the Bible, if you haven't heard the Bible uh, taught or preached, You are in a huge deficit because there is a timeless resource of wisdom that you are not accessing for your life. I have studied the Bible for a long time and it has enormous amount of wisdom. I'm one of these guys that actually believes like in owner's manuals, like, you know, like if you don't know the answer, then maybe you should see what the manual says. I've done that with with my cars before. You know, something isn't right or the light turns on. I look it up. I don't just take it right to the dealership. The same thing with electronics and other things. 
look up the manual and see what the manual says. Imagine having an owner's manual for life. Well, you do. You do. You have this incredible resource. And what's really amazing is that today, unlike any other time in history, the versions of the Bible are so understandable. They're the Bible. They're, they're, they're from the original manuscripts. But the language is so updated. My favorite is the contemporary English version. That is the primary translation that I use. You'll see that in, in the books that I've written. I'll use that translation because it just gives a contemporary translation of the original manuscripts. The Bible is written in Greek in the New Testament, Hebrew in the Old Testament. And it's so valuable and so helpful to have words. I've read scriptures to people before and they're like, yeah, that, that, that can't be the Bible because that makes perfect sense. It's completely understandable. It's the Bible. The Bible is filled with principles that will guide your life. Many decisions you can make simply by following the principles in the Bible. There are commands in the Bible. There are commandments in the Bible. There's all kinds of information that will help you enormously. There is in the Old Testament a book called Proverbs that is absolutely like just a gigantic source of timeless wisdom. In the New Testament, there is a book, James. It's like the how-to book. Literally, it's in that book. It's like how to deal with conflict. It's right. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's right there. It, it just tells you exactly what to do. How to deal with anger. <laughs> how to communicate effectively. Yes. All of that is in this book in the Bible, the book of James. And it's, it's not very many chapters long. It's amazing. So those are just one from the Old Testament, one from the New Testament, just as examples. The Bible will give you an understanding of right and wrong choices, of wise and foolish. That's what the book of Proverbs constantly does. It will, it will compare juxtapose wisdom with foolishness, the wise person and the fool. And, you know, the Bible's not being mean. It's just that's the word it uses, fool or foolish. So if you can avail yourself of this timeless source of wisdom, why would you not do that? And again, if you can do the combination of reading the Bible yourself, studying the Bible, hearing the Bible preached, hearing the Bible taught, reading books that use Bible principles, biblical principles. You know, the, the more that you can put that all together, like a devotion always has a scripture verse and the scripture verse then really anchors the whole devotion. Yes, there's a fascinating story, interesting story, but it's the verse then and then the application from the verse with the story as the illustration, then to apply it to your life. That's what makes it you know, so helpful. That's why like This Is Living is such a, such a great resource for you. The objective principles 
of the Bible, here's what happens. They keep you from the going with my heart or this feels right kind of approach to just objective principles that you can look to. Now, it is true the Bible talks about the Holy Spirit, the leading of the Holy Spirit, uh, the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. So in that sense, yes, you you may have a prompting or leading, but I'm speaking more in these kind of like general more, you know, just colloquial or secular, however you want to talk about them, ideas. You know, I'm just going to go with my heart. All right. You know, I just feel it feels right. It feels right. I'm going to do that. That That's that's not good. That's not a good way to make a, a, a wise decision. It is good if you really have a sense that God is leading you in a particular direction. But that's going to come out of the process of of reading the Bible and, and, and knowing biblical principles is also going to involve prayer, which we'll talk about here in just a moment. So those are, that's different than, you know, I'm just going to, you know, it kind of feels right. I'm just going to go with my heart on this one. And again, let's use the marriage example, who to marry. So it went from the first idea, which is, you know, should he even get married to who should I marry? Hmm. Yeah. Big question, huge question. So many marriages fail. The failure rate is astonishing. And by the way, it does not improve. Like you say, oh, well, yeah, you know, I got divorced, but I learned from my mistakes. And so I'm gonna do better. That makes perfect sense, right? I mean, it's logical. Like, you know, the second marriages are gonna do better than the first because, you know, people learn from their mistakes. And yet it's, it's not true. It's the exact opposite. It increases by 10% divorce. And, and guess what? You're married twice. And you're like, well, I'm definitely going to get ready in the third time. Increases by another 10%. By the time you get to a third marriage, it's the failure rate is enormously high. So it doesn't work. It may sound like it should work. So who to marry? Yeah. And the Bible's wisdom can help you to determine that. All right, third question. Does it fit in God's plan? God has a plan for your life. That plan can only be fulfilled when you make right choices. You make wrong choices. You make bad choices. You make foolish choices, unwise choices. However you want to describe it, that is going to short circuit this perfect plan that God has for you. So it's really crucial. Now, Part of this is all about discovering who you are and who God is. So in other words, what are my gifts? What are my skills? What are my abilities? What are my passions? What am I interested in doing? And then understanding, again, through a reading of the Bible to understand who God is and how God places in our lives opportunities and being able to then say, all right, yeah, I can see how this fits because knowing myself and understanding God's plan for my life, this would, this would make sense. In my life, so many times, you know, people have come to me and said, you should do this or what about this? And, and I always put it through the filter. And, and by the way, it could be a good thing. 
It's not like it's so obvious, like, well, of course I'm not going to do that. No, it could be a good thing. And, and it could sound right. Like, yeah, I should do that. That, that sounds good. But it doesn't fit God's plan for my life. It could for yours. I mean, there are many opportunities, ideas, possibilities. Yes, but do they fit in with God's plan for your life? And this, you know, this now gets in terms of the marriage illustration the, the direction toward marriage, you know, in other words, you know, like, uh, okay, is this the person? And then what are some of the steps we need to take? Some of the experiences that we need to have, some of the discussions that need to take place that will help us to determine, is this the right plan? Is this the right step? Is this the right plan for me? Is this going to fit in with the plan that, that God has for my life? Or is it going to take me out of that plan? Because if it does, no matter how much you might love the person or think that they're, you know, for you or it won't work, it won't ultimately work out. And prayer really is the crucial part of this is just really praying about it and trying to see if God will give you some signs, some direction, or or again, just the sense, like I've mentioned earlier, about where you just feel this is the right thing for me. And hopefully, you'll get that direction as you go through that process that you need to go through. Okay, here's the fourth question. Is the timing right? Is the timing right? In our marriage illustration, it would be, you know, when to marry. Now you, you, you come to the conclusion you should get married. You come to the conclusion of who you should marry. You've gone through the, the steps toward marriage. And now you, you, you believe this is the person. Now when? Collect all the information. Take your time. Take your time. Anytime in all my years of leadership, people come to me and like, I got to have an answer. I always say no. And then people are like, what? what? Why? I said, because you're demanding that I give an answer right now. If you'll give me time to think about it, to ponder it, to pray about it, then I might be able to say yes. But if you're pushing me for an answer, Never make a major decision when you're upset, when you're grieving, when you're overly stressed, when you're depressed. Not the time, not the right time. Don't do it. It'll be a bad decision. You've got to have the timing right. I said it earlier in one of our other episodes, the famous... uh, you know, Lee Iacocca quote, you know, even the right decision is the wrong decision. If it's made too early, too late, it could be the right thing to do, but if the timing, so it's always what to do and when to do it. When, you know, when we're like in a good mood, really like flying high, 
then we can underestimate the difficulty. When we're in a, a bad mood, a sour mood, a depressive mood, we can overestimate. Both of those will lead to a bad result. So we have to be able to just really get the timing right so that we don't make a bad decision because at the at the particular season we might be in we're flying high and thinking everything will work or things are low and we think nothing will work or we're depressed or grieving and that totally filters our thinking or we're uh you know overly stressed and just want to look for something that'll take that away, make our life easier, whatever the case may be. So these are the these are the challenges that you face. But again, if you can ask yourself these four simple questions, I mean, really, this is really pretty simple. Just four simple, easy questions that you can ask yourself. You know, what exactly is the decision? What exactly is the decision? Well, what does the Bible say? Where's the wisdom? Does this fit in God's plan for my life? And is the timing right? Not just what, but when. You could end up making a really good decision on one of the major decisions of life, you know, getting married and marrying the right person, but it can apply to a host of other, a host of other decisions that can really, really, really make a big difference in your life. I mean, if you can nail these decisions, you know, it's just going to totally impact your life in a positive way. It is going to bless your life to make the right decision. Make enough right decisions and you're just going to be right where you need to be. So ask yourself these four questions each time before making any kind of significant decision. And I think you'll really, really be happy that you did. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.